Good day, and welcome to today's episode of the TCS Plus Show. Uh, I'm Brennan Haskins, and today's podcast is brought to you by Guardian Eye. Um, today, the podcast is titled Disrupting Primary Healthcare, and we'll be talking about how Guardian Eye's AVA brings an efficient and affordable telemedicine solution to the workplace. I'm joined in the studio today by Justine Pillay. Justine is the AVA specialist at Guardian Eye. Welcome, Justine. Hi, Brendan. Thanks for having me. That's an absolute pleasure. <laughs> um, now, Justine, I understand you are a seasoned professional with a background in pharmacy and healthcare, um, and you've recently joined Guardian Eye. Can you tell us a little bit more about your career and yourself and what's attracted you to this current venture? Mm, definitely. So when I was in high school, I used to debate for KZN, at that time the province, and then I represented South Africa in Europe for a debating tournament. And I think from then I knew I had a gift um, of persuading people, <laughs> if you do say so. And then I studied computer engineering first. I was very into um, programming. And then I changed to pharmacy. And in my years of studying, I had to obviously do um, in-service I worked at a clinic in South Africa, so a government clinic, and I worked at one of the retail stores. And that's where I started getting a passion just for people and healthcare and, you know, especially working in the clinic and seeing how things at a government level in South Africa really changed my mindset. And while I was studying, I used to do sales and promo work because I was a hustler. <laughs> and so when I was doing sales and promos, I decided why don't I try pharmaceutical sales you know it's in that industry and that's how I got into pharmaceutical sales and last year for the past two years I've been doing generic medicine sales and I think that's what brought me closer to wanting to do with Eva because generic medicine is affordable medicine and yeah I've, I started being very passionate about affordable medicine and that's how I got into Eva, which is affordable health care. Okay, fantastic. I think um, on the topic there, uh, so Guardian Eye and, and Ava is something that's quite quite new to me. I had to do a fair amount of research before this podcast, um, but I was very interested to uncover um, a lot of a, a lot of what Guardian Eye has been doing here with Ava. Can you tell us a little bit about Guardian Eye, where they came from, and and what Ava is? Okay, so Guardian Eye is spot monitoring. It uses IoT to you know for public security and just doing it on a different level so it won't just get someone walking or you know an animal it will have security systems to pick up okay it's an animal your sensors won't come off so it's smart security and then it started looking at this monitoring to obviously now get smart health and that's how um, Rodney our MD got into Ava Ava Healthcare which is telemedicine. Fantastic so telemedicine it was quite a new uh, uh, phrase or term for me, um, but I, I believe it's got a long, rich history. Could you talk a little bit around around telemedicine and, and what it is? I think there's a lot of new terminology we're going to have to unpack today, probably for me, but also for the audience. <laughs> yeah, I know everyone when, uh, even my family thought telemedicine seems new because it does seem new because we have it on our cell phone. But telemedicine actually dates back to the 1860s where in the Civil War, they would use telegraphs to now tell if soldiers have been wounded, how many have died, and give that me messages to medical personnel. And then it also continued with NASA, you know, so when they sent people to the moon or to space, they were able to remotely check their vitals, see their signs. And then as time 
developed and technology developed, so did telemedicine. So it went from there to now having a telephone. You would call your doctor if you're sick and you can't make it to the doctor, you know. And then now we're here today with mobile devices. So it's mobile telemedicine. Okay, so there's, uh, just going back to the terminology, there's quite a lot of terminology that's, uh, that surrounds this topic. And, and I wonder if we could just unpack a little bit around what is synchronous and asynchronous when it comes to telemedicine. Okay, so synchronous is when tasks have to be executed one after another in a sequential manner. And asynchronous is when they can be done concurrently and at the same time. And what this does is increases efficiency and allows things to be done together. In this case, it's going to the doctor. If you're sick, you don't have to take leave. You don't have to stand in a line. You don't have to wait for an exam to be done and then get a script and go to the doctor. This now, Ava, uses asynchronous technology by allowing you to get it done in about 30 minutes, and you get a script, you get um, a sick note, all of that done via an email. So that's how it uses asynchronous technology. Okay, fantastic. So I think you've really answered a few of my, my next questions then because I wanted to ask a little bit, a bit about how it works and how AVA is, uh, is different to other telemedicine technologies. Can you, can you talk a little bit around what telemedicine typically is and what AVA is in comparison? And obviously we understand already that it's, it is using some asynchronous uh, capabilities yeah. to, to, you know, to obviously help. Um, okay. How is it different? So the current way of telemedicine is you go online, you book an appointment, and then a doctor calls you, and you have a virtual consult. So a doctor now has to say, okay, you have a cough, let me hear your cough, and basically gets information from you virtually, and then is able to give you a diagnosis. So we do offer telemedicine, but what we also offer is the AVA business subscription where you have an AVA champion at your business and we use a device called the HiGo Pro device and it comes with five exam modules and what this does is it takes exams for you so if you have an earache it will take a video that video gets sent to the doctor if you have a rash it takes a picture and a video and it sends it to the doctor so now it makes the doctor's um, diagnosis more accurate because they have live footage, live, you know, um, your heart rate is done properly with the stethoscope. So it is telemedicine, but we've taken it to a new level where we now can have these exams done and proper um, analysis can be made by the doctors. Um, okay, great. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about the technology that's behind AVA? Okay, so the AVA uses IoT technology and the device, it's called the HiGo device, is embedded with sensors, applications, and software. And after we do these exams, it is then put on our platform, the Guardian Eye platform, our doctor's portal in the cloud. And then the doctors then can access this and make proper diagnosis. So it is using IoT cloud technology and also professional doctors. It's just a converging of many things together, you know, AI, IoT, cloud computing, yeah. That's fantastic. So it sounds like uh, like an exciting combination of technologies. And I'd like to understand what the problem is that the combination of these technologies ultimately is, is going to help solve. So if you look at the current status quo in South Africa, um, in order to get healthcare, 
you know, if you don't have medical aid, let's start with not having medical aid, right? When you don't have medical aid, you have to go to a primary healthcare clinic, which I've worked in. People start queuing from 5 a.m. And it takes a whole day to get this primary health care. So if you're sick, you have to take a day off to get just primary health care. And then let's talk about the people who do have medical aid. You have to pay. Either it comes from your savings or it comes, it's covered, but you have to pay consultation fees. You have to pay for a script. You have to pay for a sick note. So in terms of, that's just in terms of the medical and not including costs to travel, you know. And so in just in terms of convenience and affordability, that is the current status quo in South Africa and every South African struggles with it. Um, most at this time, everyone's savings is bust, you know. So firstly, in that sense, it helps by we have AVA clinics at organizations. If you're sick, you go to work like you would normally go to work. You go to the clinic, you get these tests done for you. A doctor calls you and gives you a script, gives you a sick note. All of that is inclusive. That, that way you get convenient health care. You know, you don't have to take time off. You get affordable health care. And then you also get quality health care because it's all South African doctors. All South African doctors, all situated here in Johannesburg in a call center. And that's just one way that it helps South Africa. And a lot of people would say blue collar workers or just manufacturing workers, but it's also for people who have medical aid because we know the costs with it for healthcare. Yeah. Let's talk a bit about the doctors there that you've mentioned that there's a network of doctors that got an eyes access to the sitting in a call center. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and, and what sort of expertise levels are available to the clients um, and, and, uh, and how that's, how that's all come about? So we do focus on primary health care because it is called AVA Disrupting Primary Health Care. So um, all the doctors that are there are qualified, qualified GPs, qualified doctors. So they are able to give you um, proper care, but the device itself gives gives you primary health care. You know, mm. we are um, not doing injections. We're not going invasive. It's just primary health care um, you can check your throat, you can check your skin, there's your ears. So it's, it's focused on primary health care. The doctors, are, however, can give you more. That's when you have telemedicine, they have a virtual consult, they can see more. But in terms of the device and what we are doing, it is primary health care. Fantastic. You mentioned earlier that there's an AVA, an operator, you said, at, uh, at some of your, at the customer's workplaces or your, your customer's workplaces. Can you talk us through a little bit about that? What does that person have to do? Uh, what kind of background do they have to have? It's actually, you don't have to have a medical background. Um, you don't need to be a qualified nurse. That's one of the questions I've been getting a lot. Um, you just have to go through our training and get a certification and then you are able to use the device. So it's training on how to use the device basically and perform the exams, but the device is made very user-friendly also. But that's basically what it has. And so how it works is that currently at our workplace, we have an AVA champion. They're called AVA champions. And if you're sick, you come in, you get an exam done. Um, everything is popular compliant. So you give your personal email address. Um, all that data, all those exams are sent in the cloud. The doctors get it and then call you because you make an appointment, a virtual appointment. They call you, say they've looked at your exams um, and they give you a, di a diagnosis and treatment for it. 
Okay, fantastic. So surely that must be helping um, with a little bit uh, from an employment perspective in, in the country if you're bringing in these, uh, um, these AVA champions uh, into organizations that, that are subscribing to the service. Oh, 100%, uh, Brendan. I don't know if you've heard of the Bradford theory, but what it does is um, HR managers use this where it sees that short, frequent, unplanned leave is actually more detrimental to an organization than planned and longer leave. And so they use this theory to flag, you know, employees that are taking sick leave too often. Because let's be honest, how sick leave people take it as a leave that's there and they use it and abuse it. And that actually decreases productivity in an organization. So in this way, what it does do, it obviously allows for affordable telemedicine and medicine to your staff. But as an organization, you can now decrease sick leave because you tell them, hey, okay, you sick, come in, we have this for free and you can get checked up. And it just... Is, an, is a way to now manage sick leave and productivity for an organization. Okay, so you're ultimately legitimizing uh, sick leave and, yeah. and the applications in some scenarios. And, and what, do you, what do you think um, AVA would do for job creation in the country? Um, currently, we have four POCs running and there are AVA champions there and also at our workplace. So that's already about 10 and in the next year we are looking to employ 56 new AVA champions and we think we're very passionate about job creation and this is one of the ways like we've just discussed you don't have to have a medical background you know you have to just be trained and I think um, in terms of job creation that's great 56 people better than none. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I think it all helps. Um, okay, t- tell me a little bit about what your typical customer looks like. So we are focusing on employers, so manufacturing workers, call centers, you know, blue-collar workers. But like I've said and we've discussed, it, it's for anyone who is working. And an employer, if your employer offers it, you can ha- make use of it because medical aid gets exhausted. Um at a certain time of the year, you obviously your savings are bust, and then yeah, so it's I would say for everyone. So really, being able to bring primary healthcare access to sort of yeah. any business, small at to large, at an affordable affordable cost. So tell me a little bit about how the costing works, or how the how the model works from a, a use perspective. I understand it's a, it's a, a subscription model. Yes, it is a subscription model. So we have two options. The first is to subscribe to telemedicine, where as a company, as an organization, you would pay a fee to use the platform, and a certain amount for per staff member, which is very affordable. And that's one way. So it's obviously still virtual, but it is much more cost effective than current telemedicine. And then the second option is having a stationed AVA champion at your organization. And that would be, you would have to pay obviously to have someone there and then the same subscription fee um, to have, per staff member and you don't have to uh, pay for the platform that's all inclusive so the so the ava champion actually is an employee of guardian eye yes okay it is an employee um then you mentioned some of the compliance standards that you have to adhere to and i think that's always um you know that's always a a very important question to answer i'm sure 
a lot of the users and companies are going to be concerned about, you know, does this meet the compliance standards? And I understand there's been quite a journey. Can you tell us a little bit about, uh, about what sort of standards you've had to comply to and, and how that's worked? Yeah, yo. in order to get anything medical in South Africa, it has to be SAPRA approved. And we've gotten all of our accreditations and certificates. So the Hygo device we have, we have the SARS, SARS certificates. We also have um, ICASA and ISO 9001. But yeah, I think most companies look for SARS, they look for SAPRA, but we have obviously a list and it is properly checked and we wasted a long time to actually release it just to make sure that we had all our accreditations done. Okay, so it's fully compliant, totally secure, Papaya compliant. Yes, it That's, is Papaya compliant. Okay. That was a big one also. Yes, I'm sure. Because I think, um, because it's, you know, we're saying that it helps with decreasing sick leave. Um, one of the things was, we didn't want staff members to now put their work email address and now, you know, now you're sick, you're, the diseases you have or any issues is given to the company. So we had to make sure that our AVA champions and people know it's your private email, your private cell phone number. Okay, so even, even though the service might be provided by the, the organization, it's really for the employee or yeah. for the, the, the end person. And the data is theirs. Yes. Okay. And that's, and that's shared obviously with their consent to uh, a practitioner or a, a GP or a doctor. Yes. Okay. And so the most that an employee would know is that someone came and gave a sick note. Okay. You know, they use the station and they've given a sick note. So popular compliance, everything. Okay. That's fantastic. Um, then how long has Ava been around? I mean, you mentioned you've gone through quite a journey and it's, it's obviously very new. How long has it been around sort of globally and, and how long in South Africa? So it's been in the UK for about 18 months. They have been using it, Ava. But telemedicine, like the whole of the UK, US has been switched over. But yes, Ava's been in the UK for 18 months. And in South Africa since June, we actually had our PSCs running since June. Okay, fantastic. Um, I think the what's what sounds quite remarkable is that it's really gathering all this data and putting the data in the hands of um, of practitioners where it can actually be can be researched and used and and we can start drawing some some great information out of that um, how do you see AI and things like that coming into play with technologies like this I think AI powered diagnostics can help you know in terms of with Ava and just devices like this we can now make more um, take these exams and just these algorithms can now analyze these exams and see, okay, make accurate diagnosis and also help doctors in making diagnosis because we want to use AI to complement doctors, not take away doctors. But this just now would make their jobs more efficient. Fantastic. Um, tell us a little bit about maybe some nice sort of success stories or some feel-good stories where, where Ava's helped in the community. Okay, currently at, we have POCs running and some of their success stories come and we look through it and one guy just went, it's also used as a preventative tool. So the, the employer says, go in, we have an Ava clinic, go get checked up. You know, so a guy went, um, we also pop your compliant here hopefully, so I can't <laughs> give names, but he went to just get a check up and then they saw that the doctor picked up that is actually now... Um, there's an onset of ear infection and gave him meds and 
he got better. But if he didn't go, you know, he would have only found out when his ears blocked and losing balance. But with this Ava, it was used beforehand to catch it before it even was an extreme case. And then another female went in. She was just went in and the doctor picked up that she was super stressed and anxious and like asked what's wrong. Then she says, no, she just was planning a wedding and, you know, a new job and she's been so stressed and then gave her meds and gave her a script for anti-anxiety meds. And, you know, these are things that, and I'm very for mental health, you know, and, and just health in general. I think health is wealth. And with Ava, it's showing that it's allowing that in the workplace. It's getting people at their workplace, you know, after being home, you're the most at work. And now if you can get healthcare at work, it makes it so much more accessible, so much more convenient. Yeah, I think that convenience is really, really powerful. Um, I think a lot of people might just not go for an assessment or go for a diagnosis because they're, it's just not convenient at the time. And then, like you say, that you, you can actually prevent a lot of illness getting much worse. Um, how do you think something like this could have helped in the times of COVID? Um, you know, weirdly enough, COVID was the thing that actually pushed telemedicine quite mm. big in South Africa. But if it was around during COVID and people were more acceptable to it before that, I think it would have definitely decreased the the rate of infection because a lot of these infections and were at doctors' rooms. You know, you're sick, someone's sick, they have COVID, they go there. Now, everyone is now being at risk to it. Whereas if telemedicine was big before COVID, a lot of this would have been decreased. It would all have been virtually. If you're sick, it stays in your household, it stays there. And I think, um, I won't say thankfully to COVID, but COVID did push telemedicine much more than it was. In South Africa, we really struggled with it. It was very minimal in comparison to other countries. But now we see because of COVID, it has taken off. Absolutely. I think if we had this kind of data available to us um, that that um, uh, that Ava would have been collecting around COVID patients and, and, and in those assessments, I'm sure that could have, be, could have been much more powerful in helping us sort of defend against future um, epidemics like that. So I think, you know, often people are, are afraid of how technology um, will impact jobs and, um, and, and replace humans in our life. Do you see, you know, what do you see uh, Ava doing from a technology perspective? Does it replace the need for, for a human engagement? Um, no, I think like we've spoken at first of all, job creation, you need these Ava champions at your work. So that's one, it's not replacing, it's actually giving people jobs. And secondly, it's helping doctors like do their work, but more efficiently, you know, telemedicine is a thing, but now it's aiding it where you're getting actual exams, image exams, videos, and allowing them to do their jobs more efficiently, more accurately. And um, I don't think, I think AI, we need to use AI to complement work. And we're not in the business of taking jobs away or, you know, removing and just making everything robotic. I think there is, um, a good equilibrium where we can use AI to better the current status quo. And I think your technology here by the signs of it can really help augment um, the, the way that we are doing the sort of primary healthcare and, um, and getting information to the doctors. And I'm sure that's going to increase the productivity and the accuracy of, of these diagnoses. 
Yeah, currently our highest um, in terms of accuracy, it's at 90.73%. And the lowest was 87.5% in terms of accuracy. And that's, those are great numbers, mm. you know. And I think it also will now be able to have a shift in terms of you're not going to the doctor for primary health care. You're not going to the doctor for itchy throats. You know, you're getting telemedicine done and then doctors can now have time to work with serious, more serious things. You only go to the doctor when it's severe. Because if you look at, I went last week to the um, Health Innovation Summit and they were saying that nurses and healthcare professionals are actually a problem in South Africa. There's not enough. There's not enough. And so we see if if telemedicine and things like Ava is used, we can now use doctors and healthcare professionals as a whole to do what they need to do, which is serious cases, which is, you know, focus and then primary healthcare, they can do it virtually. And yeah. So it's kind of like a sort of a first line support for, for the doctor's rooms. So you're able to actually remove a lot of the overhead and workload by putting this almost at the edge and making sure that it's in place. So I'm using some of the kind of typical technology terms because I do see that there's a very, you know, very close link to, to, to technologies that, that are deployed um, in environments. And now here we're, we're bringing healthcare to the edge effectively and, and, and allowing doctors to diagnose uh, in, 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 very, at, in very early stages and reducing the workload on, uh, on themselves at their practices. Yes, definitely. Um, so tell us, Justine, what kind of exams can be performed uh, with this AVA technology? Okay, so the HiGo Pro device has five exam modules. So a thermometer, obviously you can check your temperature measurements. Um, and then it has a stethoscope, so you can do lungs, heart and abdomen auscultations. And we have an otoscope. This one here, my, my colleagues, the females were really happy because you know men. Have not they say their husbands have not heard anything, so <laughs> your exams are good. And then we have a derm hood which takes videos of your skin if you have any rashes, any cuts. So there's a derm hood. And then we have a throat exam module. So that's obviously for anything with itchy throats. It takes a video, it's in your throat, takes a video, an image, and sends it to the doctor. So yeah. And is it is it a massive device? Because it sounds like it's got all sorts of capabilities. You know, how easy is it to use? It's actually um, Rodney, our MD, called it a pocket doctor because okay. it's actually really like a handheld device. It's small. It's nifty. Um, it's like a mobile device, and it comes with the five attachments in it. And battery powered, so it's not affected by load shedding. No, <laughs> thank God. Yeah, no, we it's it's battery powered. Fantastic. And w- where can our listeners find out a little bit more information about it? So you can check guardianeye.co.za. You can also find us on LinkedIn or you can message me on LinkedIn. It's Justine Pillay. And I am the I'm heading up the sales for Ava, so I'm dedicated to that. You can message me on, on LinkedIn and definitely Guardian Eye. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Justine. I'm excited to, to see how well this technology is going to do in the primary healthcare space in South Africa and across the board. And uh, good luck and take care. Thank you so much, Brendan. Thank you.